Hello, my self-healers and self-lovers, my podcast listeners. Welcome back to my podcast, Heal Like You Mean It, on Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. Bye, Susie is blessed. So excited to meet with you here through my audio podcast. Grab a cup of coffee, tea, juice, whatever you like to enjoy. Get in the sun, go for a walk, or take a short nap while you listen. I hope you can take something from this and feel the sense of community within our trauma healing and core wound healing project. Be careful with what you believe about yourself, right? You have to take care of your beliefs every day, not just your physique, not just your mental health. You have to take care of your beliefs and taking care of your beliefs should be the number one on your self-love checklist, I'm telling you. And we're going to talk about why and the effects of believing the wrong things. Let me give you an example. When I was 15 years old, I lived in a small, small town in Nova Scotia. I lived in a small town in Canada that no one would know, no one would even, no one heard about unless they live in that province. Anyone in a bigger city wouldn't know what this town is. It was a town where everyone knew each other, everyone grew up with each other, and most of the people in the town didn't really know anybody outside of the town, didn't even know what was really going on in the world, and if they knew, they had a very small perspective of what that was. I say all of this to say that Most of the people in that town didn't really see reality in a bigger scope, with a bigger perspective. And that equates to people not being trauma-informed at all and not really understanding psychology or society. Their understanding of the world was limited to the town itself. As long as the town was functioning... That's all they cared. As long as they had money to feed themselves, that's all they cared. Right? It was not a very diverse community either. And we also know the racial issues that occurred in Nova Scotia in the past. And even so now. Anyways, I set this foundation, this background information to tell you that when I was 15 years old, I was being emotionally abused by my caretakers, the people that I was living with. And when that was happening, I told someone with authority that that was happening. And instead of sitting down and listening to this 15-year-old teenager about what was going on at home... That lady with authority said, you are mentally ill. It seems that you suffer with depression. And because I think you have depression, I want you to go get help. 
good luck, and bye. Right? And that was the start of gaslighting. That was the start of neglect. Mind you, this lady did not have a psychology degree. And she did not have any right or trauma-informed background to tell someone or quote-unquote diagnose someone of depression or any mental illness. But as a 15-year-old child, as a teenager who did not know anything better about the world yet, I believed her. I said to myself, well, I must be the problem. Because no adult is listening to what is going on at home. No one wants to know if I'm being fed properly. No one wants to know if someone is emotionally abusing me. No one wants to know if I'm being valued at home, if my voices are heard. I don't feel worthy because adults are treating me like I don't deserve to be here. I shouldn't be here. I'm not welcome. So in that environment, someone with authority tells me, I diagnosed the situation to be a teenager with depression and adults with no abusive tendencies. That's what I want to diagnose the situation as because it makes it easier for myself. It's easier for me to say the teenager is a problem and to not actually check if she's in an abusive household. And that became my core belief, mental illness. Let's go back to the title of this podcast, careful with what you believe about yourself. Be careful because what you believe becomes reality. When you believe that you are something, you become that thing. From when I was 15 to 18, I lived with many abusive households. And each time I reached out for help, instead what I got was, you have depression, go get help. I don't want to check the system. I don't want to see if the adults are hurting you and abusing you. And the easiest way for me to do that is gaslight you into saying, oh, you just have depression. The worst kind of gaslighting is telling someone who is being hurt that their reality is not real and it's just a mental illness. And that was my reality for two years plus. Eventually I grew up and then I eventually did develop depression. There were no adults or authority who was there to help when I was helpless. And eventually I did become depressed. And that's how we gaslight someone into having mental illness. Careful with what you believe about yourself, right? And this comes, this applies to things that aren't just mental health. Did someone ever tell you when you were a kid, you're not good at math? 
And did you stop crying? Did you ever hear someone tell you, you know, I think you're good at English or creative writing or art, but you're just not good at science? What did that do to you? Did you keep working hard to prove that you're good at science? Or did you believe what they said and call it defeat and just worked on your other skills such as creative writing and art? There are some people who have a core belief, a strong belief that No, fuck you. I'm good at science and I'm going to prove it to you. I might have gotten a 65 on my science test last semester, but I'm going to show you that I can get a 95 next time. Fuck you, right? (laughs) And that's what I mean when I say careful with what you believe about yourself because everything is malleable to change. Everything is susceptible to change. This goes back to my prior episode. Why is everyone so obsessed and attached to the mental illness labels that someone might have once given to them? Everything can change. And it starts with a belief. I was one of those people who believed what adults told me about myself. You can say that I had a lack of identity. And I identify with the things that people told me about myself. I was susceptible to gaslighting and I was susceptible to abuse. I was susceptible to believing what others told me about me instead of believing what I tell me about me. Be careful with what you believe about yourself, listeners. Because if I had a strong foundational core, an identity that I am a mentally healthy person, I am a supported person. If not by the adults, then I'm supported by God or by the universe or by myself. If I had that, would I have believed what they said about me? Despite being young, maybe I would have been able to identify the situation and say, no, fuck you, I'm not depressed. I'm in an abusive household. But because I had that shaky core belief, I believed, maybe I am depressed. Maybe I am the problem. Maybe the reason why these adults are not feeding me is because I'm the problem. Maybe the reason why my guardian is calling me names, calling me a whore, is because I'm the problem. Maybe the reason why they won't take care of me as I deserve as a teenager, as a 15, 16 year old is because I'm the problem. You're not the problem. At least until you're 20, you're not the problem. You never are. I would say at a certain point, if you're past 20 years old, Or even past 21, 22. Now you're the problem. We need accountability in society, right? But as a youth, as a youth individual, I would say. We all need trauma-informed care. What happened to you? 
Who made you believe certain things about yourself? And why are you attached to those beliefs? Because that's how the brain works. Once a belief forms, we create an echo chamber in our brain. We see the world in a way that would fit those beliefs. Let's say someone told you you're a fat piece of shit. Our brains don't realize the fact that everything is susceptible to change. Everything is malleable. Instead of working on a diet, instead of creating a healthy lifestyle, going vegan, eating three meals a day, when you have a shaky core identity, when you have a shaky trauma-ridden household or environment or childhood, Instead, you identify with that belief implanted in you. I am fat. I'm a fat person. I am fat. I was born fat. I will be fat forever. That's what you might create as a core belief. No one does this consciously. No one wants to be fat. No one wants to identify as a fat person. Truly. The negative connotations, right? But subconsciously, that's what we do because that's how our brains are wired until we tap into ways, strategies to rewire that. To realize that everything, all your realities, the things you experience, the things that you see comes from your beliefs. If you were called fat when you were 12 years old, And you're still fat as a 22-year-old. Maybe it's not your diet. Maybe it's not your lifestyle. Maybe it's your mindset. Maybe you believe. Maybe you identify as a fat person. And now you act like a fat person. You eat like a fat person. You sleep like a fat person. That's how we become who we are. What beliefs we saturate our brains with what beliefs we repeat in our subconscious mind and it becomes a repetition why is it so hard for people to understand and believe that everything can change everything can change have you not seen those people around you who used to be a menace a troublemaker and then they grow up to be entrepreneurs or successful doctors you've seen it right so why is it not happening for you because you identify with your ego with whoever whatever people said about you in the past fire those people from your subconscious space fire them even if it's your parents your siblings your best friend Even if it's you, your younger self, what you believed about yourself, what you told yourself. Whether it's something that you told yourself, this is just how it's been. This is just how it is. This is just how it has been for my life. If it's always been that way, why should it change now? And that comes with, that goes for, quote unquote, chronic illnesses as well why do people 
want to believe so badly that cancer is uncurable, that BPD is uncurable. How is that empowering for you? Even if you have cancer, even if you have diabetes, do you really want to live your life thinking, I'm going to suffer from this forever? Even if it's delusional, don't you want to believe that I am cured from cancer, I am free from the sufferings of diabetes, I am healthy now. I'm not saying forget about your illness, stop taking care of yourself, fuck that label and just go on with your life. No, obviously take care of yourself. Do those things that will cure that illness. Keep doing it. But what I'm trying to say is taking medications, having those treatment systems in your life with a core belief of I am a patient, I am sick, I am ill, I am helpless. Do you think those meds will override or those beliefs will override? And I'm here to tell you those beliefs will override. Your beliefs are stronger than any medication you will ever take. Trust me on that because I saw it for myself. Thank you, my beloved self-healers, self-lovers, podcast listeners. That was Heal Like You Mean It. Feel free to subscribe. Follow my podcast on Apple and Spotify. Feel free to reach out to me. And I hope I can see you in my next episode as well. Make sure to leave a comment and a rating if you feel to do so. And I hope you have a wonderful day.